Praising God, it is my prayer that uh, you will encourage and invite your friends to join us. We pray that everybody is doing well. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 96, to oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord and bless his name and show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen and his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and he is greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Why don't we stand this morning, amen? Even those of you who are watching by live stream, just get up this morning and get loose. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. church say amen again amen. this is the day that the lord hath made 
Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I don't know what you've come to do, but I've come to praise the Lord because this is his day. Amen. 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 Question for you. Have you failed in your plan of your storm-tossed life? If so, place your hand in the nail-scarred hand of the Lord. Are you weary and worn from its toil and strife? Place your hand in the nail-scarred hand. Let us pray. At the cross, at the cross, where we first saw the light, and the storms of our hearts rolled away. It was there by faith that we received our sight, and now we can be happy all the day. Our Father and our God, we come this morning to seek you in another opportunity that you have given us. We thank you this morning, Father God, for waking us up and allowing the blood to war run warm in our veins. Yes, thank you. We thank you for last night's lying down, even though we lost an hour, or we gained an hour, however you want to look at it, but we, we made it to the house of prayer this morning, and we're on time. So, Lord, we just ask that you continue to bless us as we bless you. For, Lord, we realize that we're not perfect and you're the only salvation that we seek. So, Lord, we pray right now that you give us grace, peace, and mercy. For, Lord, we realize that we have sinned and fallen short. But we want to thank you for you giving us another opportunity. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus this morning that you bless our pastor as he comes to deliver that blessed word, that anointed word. Anoint him afresh and allow him to preach with boldness. We pray, Father God, that his voice and his message falls not on deaf ears, but on open hearts. And Lord, as we come this morning, we lift our hands to you. For there's no other help that we know. And Lord, in these last days and times, we choose to follow you. And Lord, we just ask a special blessing upon the sick and shut in this morning as we know that you know all about them. And only you can bring them back to us healthy and in the spirit. Lord, bless this worship experience this morning. May heaven smile upon the works of this church and this ministry. And we'll be careful to give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Our responsive scripture reading this morning is titled, The Life and Ministry of Jesus. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region around about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. 
And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers, diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had the palsy, and he healed them. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee, and from Decapolis, and from Jerusalem, and from Judea, and from beyond Jordan. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, and glorify it in you.
right, come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Glory to his name. Amen. We want to thank Reverend Toller, amen, for leading us in worship. Uh, Reverend Jackson is uh, preaching over at Christ Community Church this morning for Pastor Tom. Amen. Uh, Pastor Tom's uh, brother, is uh, he's a chaplain uh, in the armed services, and he's being promoted as a colonel. And so he wanted to make sure he gets over there to support his brother. Amen. And so uh, we uh, had Reverend Jackson go over and help them out uh, for this morning. So giving God praise and glory. I don't know if you noticed this beautiful pulpit scarf uh, that we have. Amen. For the Lenten season. And Sister Vanessa Hargrove with her own two hands made this for us. So we want to thank God for Sister Hargrove and for making such a beautiful uh, pulpit uh, ensemble for us. We want to welcome you this morning. We're thanking God uh, for his welcome. Uh, I know we have someone to give a welcome this morning. Uh, Sister Van. Oh, the Johnsons, amen, Elaine, amen, and Jimmy Johnson. Let's welcome the Johnsons. They come to give us a welcome this morning, amen. Van told me that, but I forgot. <laughs> now, to the pulpit, brothers and sisters, visitors, those watching online, I want to say to you all, happy Sunday. Amen. Yes, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house yes, of the Lord. Amen. So here we are today. For those of you who are not quite sure why you're here, let me give you a little clue. God ordered your footsteps so you could be here Amen. today. Amen. I know that your soul will be fed. I know that your spirit will be happy. I know that there is going to be a message brought for you today that will fill your well and help you get through the week. Again, we want to welcome you. We have a saying here at Second Baptist. I'm sure my husband will be glad to share it with you. I get a chance to talk. <laughs> yeah, we have a saying here at First Baptist. Uh, first time you visit us, the second time your family. God bless you. Have a good time. down to brother Jimmy don't be starting nothing up in here amen <laughs> thanking God for all of his blessings and certainly for those who are watching by live stream for today we welcome you as well amen now you know we had the time change and the daylight savings time amen so as I'm looking out I'm assuming that a few of them maybe didn't get that message I'm sure it'll be in here a little later on amen and so we thank God for those of you who are here. Praise God for each and every one of you. We want to remind you of our church theme for this year, for 2023, that we are together in Christ. Amen. Uh, we're going to continue to uh, speak on that theme throughout this uh, year of 2023. Truly, we should be, as God has called us to be together. We are one there then in Christ. Amen. Uh, we have our Christ and Cultural Humility uh, session. Our journey is going to continue to take place, and that is going to be for our second session on Sunday, March the 26th. Uh, I'm going to suggest that on next Sunday we have somebody from our, uh, our group will give a, uh, just a little boost and encouragement for you to join us then on 
Sunday, March the 26th. Also, please put on your calendar uh, our third session, which is Sunday, April the 23rd. We pray that you will put those dates on your calendar. Amen. Uh, we have been uh, asking for the last couple of weeks and mentioning to our congregation, uh, those who are in live stream as well as in person, uh, that we today are taking up a special missions offering for the earthquake victims there uh, over in Turkey and Syria. And so uh, we're going to ask then as we get ready to take uh, up our offering that you prepare yourself. Uh, for those of you in person, there is a basket in the back of the church. Uh, there's a sign there that says uh, missions offering for Turkey and Syria. So before you leave, uh, please make sure that you put something in that basket. For those of you who are watching my live stream on our website or on the Facebook, please go on the website on the Tithely. And as you give your tithes and offerings, just indicate uh, a little extra. Amen be a blessing our mission board is going to come in and play with that as well and will uh, give uh, additional amount of what has been received so we pray that you will prepare your heart and your mind uh, to be a blessing to those uh, who are less fortunate than us As a matter of fact I can't even imagine you know when we see all these disasters around the world and we see people lose their homes and people lost loved ones and all uh, for us not going through that is sometimes difficult for us to comprehend all of what they have to do, but it's real and they need help. So we ask that uh, the Lord will speak to your heart, that we would give a little extra amen uh, to be a blessing to those who are in need. Uh, we mentioned that coming up is going to be our Good Friday service. We are doing a seven last words of Christ. Amen. Uh, that is going to take place on Friday, April the 7th at 12 o'clock p.m. We are looking forward. We are inviting and encouraging you to come out. If you're still working, amen, and they may not give you Good Friday, then uh, just uh, explain to them that you need to be in the house of the Lord that day, amen. But we want to invite and encourage you and just to place that on your calendar. I pray that the Lord will place it upon your heart uh, to come out on Good Friday as we celebrate and we acknowledge what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ did for us. He willingly gave his life that we may have life and that we may have it abundantly. Also, for our Holy Week, uh, we're going to have you, the schedule is in our e-blast, but we have it up for you on Palm Sunday, uh, April the 2nd. Uh, we will be blessing and distributing then uh, the Easter Palms, uh, Good Friday service, April the 7th, and then on uh, April the 8th, which is a Saturday, we have a youth, youth Easter egg hunt that's going to take place here uh, at the church. We'll get some additional information out uh, for parents. We need some help and assistance with that. And then on Easter Resurrection Sunday morning, we have a 7 o'clock a.m. sunrise service. Amen. Uh, so we ask that, uh, listen, the Lord lays on hard things. Get up, come on in, and spend the day with us. Amen. We will have a, a breakfast uh, after the sunrise service, and then our Resurrection Sunday celebration. Amen. It's going to take place at 1030. We have some special things uh, designed in the service, and we pray that you will uh, be mindful of all of these dates and that you will place them on your calendar. We want to see you and experience you here at Second Baptist. Amen. Uh, we mentioned that uh, God has blessed us with so many things. And one of the ways that we can show our gratefulness and thankfulness is in our giving. 
And so there are three ways to give here at the church. Uh, for those of you in person, we do have an offertory box located at the back of the church. Please make sure before you leave or when you come in that you place your tithes and your offerings there. For those who are watching by live stream, again, you can click on the tithely button there on the website and you can submit your tithes and offerings or you can mail them in. Amen. We do know that everything that we have, it comes from the Lord. Amen. And when we get that in our spirit and acknowledge that everything belongs to him, it makes it easier for us then to do anything that God is asking us to do. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the offering that is given, the tithes and the general offerings, Lord God. And we thank you also, Father, for the missions offering. For those who are in Turkey and Syria, Lord God, whose lives have just been devastated. We ask, God, that you would just uh, lift them up, Lord God, and encourage them in their heart and in their spirit. For those that lost loved ones, God, we just pray that you would be with them, that you would just uh, be a, a balm in Gilead to those, Lord God, who had lost those, their loved ones, that you would give them peace and comfort, give them an assurance, God, that you have not left them. Lord, if there are those there who don't know you personally as Lord and Savior, we pray, God, that even through this, that you would touch hearts, that people will turn their heart and their life over to you. And so we thank you once again, God, for both the gift and the giver. We ask, God, that you would continue to bless those who gave and bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so we just want to say thank you, Lord, for all that you continue to do in our lives. For we ask these things in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, we pray that the church say amen, amen. We're going to be blessed in song, Sister Barbara. Uh, Sister Barbara had mentioned to me, I was getting on her because she didn't tell me earlier that uh, Sister Barbara over this past weekend was singing last weekend with the Boston Symphony. And uh, so there's a link that uh, she has. Amen. Praise God for Sister Barbara. And so uh, we're going to put that link into our e-blast uh, for this next week so that you'll be able to uh, see that. And uh, you know Barbara was throwing down up there, I'm sure. And so we are grateful and thankful, amen. So let's thank the Lord for Sister Barbara Walker. How many of you know that he's an on-time God? On time, all the time. Children of Israel, check that the Red Sea. 
When I look back and wonder how I got over, and then I say, I will look to the hill from where cometh my help. For I know my help comes from God who sits high and looks low. I know he knows what I stand in need of every time I need something. I'll tell you a quick story. I got robbed. I had $2 for two weeks to last me until I get another paycheck. But I made those $2 last for two weeks. I only bought what I needed to get. Then I go and get dressed to come to church and put my hand in my pocket and there was $150 in my suit pocket that I forgot to take out. Which goes to show you can do it with Christ. Who can believe $2 would last someone two weeks? And then I didn't even have to do all that if I would have just checked my pockets. <laughs> so when I changed my clothes, I'd do all this. My wife said, you, what are you doing, robbing yourself? I said, I'm making sure I don't leave anything in the pocket. <laughs> Let's, let us pray. Father God, we know that we, if we turn our eyes to you and open our heart unto you and allow you to lead us and guide us, there's nothing impossible for us to do. All we need to do is just trust and obey you, Lord. Follow the one who gave us his only begotten son. Follow the one who hung on the cross for our sins. Follow the spirit that reminds us of what Jesus said and done for us. So, Lord, we stand this morning thanking you for everything. Lord, I, could, I may not would even be here had it not been for your son, Jesus. Yes, yes. But because of Jesus, I can stand here today and say that I believe and I know whom it is that I must serve. Yes. I know who it is that I must look up to in everything, in all things. As I told the minister yesterday, I would not come into church and do anything before I give prayer, scripture, and a song. Because I don't want it to be about me. I want it to remind me that Christ is first in my life and always. I want it to be that people see Christ in me and not see me as a a pillar, a statue. I want to be a Christ-like so they will know that I can go to the rock from where comes my help. I can go to the one who says, trust in me. Ask and you shall receive. Open the door and you shall find him. Christ Jesus. Lord, we thank you for Pastor Hamlin and his family. Thank God for Sister Hamlin looking good this morning. We rode over there last week and she was sick. But God got the power to do whatever he wants to do. When he do it, in his time. So I thank you, Lord. I thank you for everyone this morning. I thank you for the sick and shutting because I know, Father God, you have something for them. I thank you for those, Lord God, that's 
of thinking that there is no God, but you are showing them we are living in the last days. Better get right. Better get right. Lord, we thank you this morning. We ask you, Father God, to bless the word. Let it come out, Lord God, as a two-edged sword. Let it touch hearts and minds this morning, Father God, that we will always give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Great. 
Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. There is no secret what God can do. What he'll do for one, he will. He'll do for you. Amen. With every head bowed. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we've come just to say thank you for blessing us and allowing us to experience this day. A day, God, that was not promised to us, but Lord, we are grateful, we are thankful, Lord, that you saw fit to touch us with the finger of your love this morning and to allow us to come out and to be in your house. We thank you, God, for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you, God, for the songs that have been sung. But Lord, in these last days, we need to hear a word from you. Lord, we realize that we are living in difficult times. But Lord, we are grateful and thankful that we do not walk in this way all by ourselves. But that you walk with us each and every step of the way. And so we ask God that you would speak to hearts, those who are present, those, Lord God, who are watching by live stream today. Lord, if there's anyone under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally in the pardoning of your sins, that you would speak to them right now, Lord God, and as your word comes forward, Lord, that someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. There is no secret what God can do. Amen. Deacon uh, Brisbane mentioned that he was uh, certainly happy to see Sister Hamlet here with us this morning. Amen. I'm certainly happy with you. Amen. That she is here and doing well. Uh, Sister Adrian, amen. I know had some health difficulties, amen, this morning, but I see her here. So let's thank God, amen, for raising folk up. We do have that kind of God who's able to raise you up no matter what's going on in your life, amen. I don't know if you all realize it, but uh, for those of you who may be here that went with us uh, three years ago uh, to Egypt and Israel, it was on this day that we returned. I'll never forget that, on March 12th, amen, of 2020. And I mean, we had a time getting out of Israel, but praise God, he allowed us to make it through, amen. Uh, nobody knew what in the world was going on, and when we uh, came into JFK Airport, normally it takes a while to go through customs. The custom people waved us through so fast, they didn't want to talk to anybody, amen. They didn't know what was going on. I saw on the news the next day, it was about 10 hours to get through customs, amen. And uh, so it was a difficult time, but it has been church three years to the day when COVID uh, broke out, amen. And as you know, uh, just watching the uh, news accounts that people were dropping left and right, amen, uh, with that Delta uh, strain that they had. And so here we are today, amen. We ought to praise God that you made it through thus far. Amen. COVID is still around. Amen. But it's, it's not like what it was. And so we are grateful and thankful. 
and also mindful of those that we did lose, amen. Uh, I've shared with you that I lost a number of family members uh, due to COVID over that time, and I'm sure uh, many of you uh, have lost loved ones or known of someone who had uh, lost loved ones, and so uh, we're grateful and thankful for what God has done and even given man the knowledge to be able to come up with some things that have been very helpful uh, for us, amen. But as I think about that, I think about the fact that what a mess that we're living in today, amen? There are wars and rumors of wars that are going on all around us. Watching the news uh, just the other week and there was children as young as six years old shooting the teacher. Saw just the other day there were eight youth in Philadelphia beating a woman and stomping on her. She was just on her way walking home. Students trying to get to college, amen, at Temple University and being robbed and raped and, and killed, amen. Schools and churches and other organizations are being terrorized by threats from people and who they don't even know, amen. There's a whole lot of people in this world with all kind of problems that need to be saved, amen. There's a lot of people who need to be saved. And I was thinking and I was looking about a word to share with you today. And I was over in 1 Timothy chapter 1. And I was looking at verses 12 through 17. I'm going to ask if you'd be so kind to stand with us this morning as we read God's word. The Apostle Paul was really given a personal testimony as to who he was or who he thought he was in serving God. But not realizing that he was more of a hindrance than a help at that time. And so Paul shares this testimony with the young preacher, Timothy. And he's letting you know that as bad as this world is, that the Lord is still able to save those who are lost. Amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. Well, the word of God says that I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. And even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and the love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now to the King Eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and forever. Amen. I want to lift the 15th verse of that text. Listen again to what Paul says. He says, here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom 
I am the worst. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, tell them God can save anybody. Now tell them, including you. Amen. And God can save anybody, including you. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God, anybody believe that? God can save anybody, including you. In our text this morning, the Apostle Paul, he's sharing with his young friend Timothy about his own personal failures in his life. And Paul told Timothy that he was able to give up his hurtful and misguided ways through the mercy of the Lord. And then Paul then reminded Timothy that Jesus came to earth to save sinners. And that he, Paul, was certainly one of the chief sinners. And he claimed that all who follow Jesus Christ will find everlasting life. I got to tell you, it's hard to believe that the man that God used to write much of the New Testament, my main man, Apostle Paul, amen, the man who was one of the most influential evangelists and theologians of all time, was once a persecutor. He was a blasphemer, and as he said himself, a violent man. If you recall back in Acts chapter 9, it tells us that Paul was breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples, and that he went to the high priest and he asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that he could go there, and if he found anyone there who said that they were a Christian, whether men or women, that he might take them as prisoners back to Jerusalem. And then also in Acts chapter 22, it says that Paul persecuted Christians all the way to their deaths, amen, that he beat Christians. And when Stephen, who had replaced Judas as a disciple, was martyred, it was Paul who stood there giving approval and guarding the clothes of those who were stoning Stephen. And so we find that the great apostle Paul was once a sinner, but God loved him anyway. Because God is much bigger, church, than any sinner. God is bigger than any evil that there is in this world. And the word says that God sought Paul out, proving his love to him. Here it is, Paul on his way to Jerusalem, and he has murder on his mind. Paul, whose name was Saul before his conversion. The word says that at about noon as he came near Damascus, that suddenly there was a bright light from heaven. And it flashed all around him, and he fell to the ground, and he heard a voice say unto him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Paul said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord answered that I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. And church, that very encounter changed Paul for the rest of his life. His entire direction changed. He made a 180-degree turn in his life, and he began preaching Jesus Christ. All of the time, all the way to his own death as a martyr, amen? And church, and this is the same thing that God can do for sinners today, if you look at your own life of where you were in your life as a sinner, amen, knowing that even though you were in sin, that God still loved you. 
Even the people behind the horrendous things that we just talked about, those who are killing and robbing and carjacking, those who uh, are seeking to bomb churches and synagogues and all these other things that are happening every day on the news and on social media, amen? Church, we got to know today that God can even deal with sinners, amen? And he can do so because God is bigger than evil. And that God's love is stronger than hate. And ultimately, love is going to win. Amen? As our church theme said, 2023, we are together in Christ. Amen? It looks like the devil may have won the Bible by convincing in the minds of those who are doing all these things. Can you imagine some of the things that you see uh, on the news of people doing, amen, when I was watching the footage of young girls stomping a woman, amen, and kicking and all, you wonder how in the world in your heart can you do these kinds of things to people? All the atrocities that we've had uh, in the world, amen, from the beginning of time, all of the hateful things that have been done, how can you go to bed and sleep at night knowing of these things that you have done, Amen. It's because the devil is busy. He has been working on the hearts and minds of people and, and getting them to, to the point where they believe that no matter what they do is okay or that it's justified, amen? It looks like the devil may have won the battle with convincing the minds of those to hate, but Jesus Christ has won the war for us, amen? And we ought to say hallelujah this morning. My question this morning is how many of you believe today that it may look like that Satan is winning the battle, but the Lord will win the war? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Paul goes on, church, to say this in the text. He said that I acted in ignorance and unbelief. And when I look at what's going on around our world today, that's exactly why these things are going on. Because people in their ignorance and unbelief have allowed themselves to enter into Satan's realm, amen? Ignorance and unbelief. Because that's really is what is at the root of all of the world's problems throughout history. It's ignorance and unbelief, amen? From the everyday sins. It's ignorance and unbelief from our selfish ambitions. It's ignorance and unbelief to have the brutal acts of violence and terror and murder that we see around. Church, we live in and are surrounded by ignorance and unbelief. Amen? Ignorance in the ways of God. Ignorance in how to deal with ourselves and how to deal with other people. Ignorance of the way to salvation and peace. Now, I want to tell you, in Paul's mind, when he was back at Saul, he was totally convinced that what he was doing was the right thing. You couldn't tell him that going after Christians and trying to lock down Christianity wasn't the right thing for him to do. Amen? <laughs> and I believe today that those who perpetrate all of these crimes and all this stuff that we see, the hatred, the war, believe that they're doing what they're doing is right. And it's hard to imagine that somebody can think that way. Amen? But as Paul declared in Acts chapter 26, he said that I too was convinced that I ought to do all that was possible to oppose the name of Jesus of Nazareth. But the reality is Paul soon found out that our ways are not God's ways. Amen? 
because God turned Paul's ignorance and unbelief into something completely different. Amen? If you look at verse 14 of the text, listen to what Paul declares. Paul declares that the grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and the love that are in Christ Jesus. Amen? And church, when I read that, I realize that this is what we need to be praying for. Amen? This is what we are called to, to be witnesses to. This is what we are called to preach and to proclaim. We are called to preach and to proclaim that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is bigger than those who are scheming to hate, those who are doing all these things that we see around, amen? All of the evil, God is bigger than all of that. And so when I think about the fact that God can handle all of that, if we would just open up our hearts and our minds to him, amen? All I can say at that point is thanks be to God, amen? Because without his grace, we would be nothing. Without his grace, we would not even exist. Without God's grace, we would have no hope in our lives, that there would be no possibility for peace, amen? But how many of you know, but with God, all things are possible, amen? How many of you know this morning and believe that, that with God, all things are possible. And so church, that's what we have to keep our mind in. That's what we have to continually to remember, that when it looks like all hope is lost, when it looks like that everything is failing around us and falling into pieces, when we're witnesses to the most evil things we had ever seen in our lives, amen? We have to remember that God's grace is sufficient to save and convert even the worst of sinners. Amen. Paul said that I'm one of them. And if we're going to tell the truth, we can say along right with Paul today that we are too. Amen in there, somebody? Church, what I'm trying to tell you this morning is that God can save anybody. Amen. Jesus Christ came into the world to save you and me. And he came into the world to save Paul. Amen. And no matter how hard it is to say this, Jesus Christ came into the world to save all those who seek to do harm. Amen. I hear people say all the time, so-and-so is going to hell. Oh, they're going to, you know, I know where they're going. They're going directly, but you don't know that. Amen. If they confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, if they repent, uh, repent of their sins, if they confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what God will do? God will save them right where they are. So when you hear folks say, I know they're going to spend all eternity, you don't know where they're going to spend eternity. Amen. We need to be worried about where we're going to spend, where you're going to spend eternity. Amen? So no matter how hard it is to say that, those who are even doing, when I was watching those young girls and acting up or folks busting into the, uh, trying to destroy democracy, amen, on January 6th, all this stuff we see, that God still came for those people as well, that they might surrender their heart to them. Now, Paul even tells us that. If you look at verse 16 of the text, he says this, but for <clears throat> the very reason I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Amen. You see, God chose the worst 
and he turned it into the best. Amen, somebody? This is the same God who changed water into wine. The same God who raises the dead. The same God who befriends the friendless and touches the untouchables. This is the same God who takes something as horrible as a cross that was used for execution and he turned it into a symbol for eternal life. Paul Church was shown mercy so that he could display his unlimited patience. And we could see and understand that even the worst of sinners can find faith and love in Jesus Christ. Amen? Church, I don't know about you, but when I think about God, God is so merciful. He's so loving. God is so patient. God is so kind that he's willing to pour out his mercy, the Bible said, abundantly. Amen? To pour out his love abundantly. To pour out his faith abundantly. So abundantly that the worst of sinners became the greatest apostle. That's my main man, Apostle Paul. Amen. And as Christians, we are called church to pray. We are to pray for those who are in power. We are to pray for those who have lost loved ones in their lives. We are to pray for peace and even pray for those who do harm against us. Amen, somebody. That's why the word says in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus tells us to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Amen. Now, in our men's Bible study yesterday, we talked about forgiveness. Amen. I mentioned yesterday when we were going through that lesson that we can't do that on our own. We can't forgive the way that we really need to on our own. Amen. But we are called to forgive. And we can't do it by ourselves. But it is possible. And there's only one way that is possible. And that is by calling on God and by asking God to help us to be able to do it. We can't do it on our own. In our flesh, you know how our flesh is. Somebody do something uh, to us, we're going to try to get them back. Amen. You know how we are in terms of that. By calling on God and asking God to help us, we can do it, church. Amen. It may take some time. Matter of fact, it may take a long time. But as Paul said here, he said, listen, here's a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. He said, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And so as Paul looked on approvingly when Stephen was being stoned, you know what Stephen did? Stephen prayed out to God. He said, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when Jesus was hanging on the cross in pain and in agony, he prayed, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Amen. All the craziness that we see today, all the hate that we see today, all the sinfulness that we see today, all the disregard for others, they do so out of ignorance and unbelief. Amen? So therefore, my brothers and my sisters, we are called to do what can only be done through the spirit of the living and loving God. Amen? We are called to say, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive us. Father, enable us to keep on keeping on. Father, enable us to believe in your mercy and your love. Father, enable us to accept your mercy and your love for ourselves. Father, enable us to carry out your great commission. As Jesus tells us to do in Mark chapter 16, he said, go into the world and preach the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen, somebody? And church, I want to tell you today, 
God can save anybody. Amen? Amen. And we ought to be glad today because that includes you. Because God is bigger than any evil of this world. That the victory is God's and we are all God's creation, church. Listen to me. We have to repent of our sins. We have to confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And the word says, and you will be saved. Come on, let's thank the Lord for salvation this morning. Through his son, Jesus Christ, who willingly gave up his life on the cross. Amen. That you and I could be saved. Lord, thank you, because God can save anybody, including you. Amen. Stand with me this morning, church. There may be someone here today, and this is a message of salvation, to realize that God can save anybody, including you. Do you know someone in your life who does not know Jesus as a personal savior? Do you know someone in, in your life who needs to submit and commit their life to the Lord? God is calling us, church, as we leave here today to be a witness of the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm glad that I've been saved, but I have others I know who have yet given their heart and life to the Lord. Can I challenge you this morning that when you leave here today that you'll share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. That you'll tell somebody who has not accepted nor received Jesus that the only way is through Jesus Christ. If there's someone here today and the Lord is speaking just to you, God can save anybody, including you. For those of you who are listening by live stream, amen, if the Lord is speaking just to you. We invite and encourage you to give your heart and your life, amen. If there's someone here, these deacons are going down the aisle, amen. They're trying to encourage you to let you know that they are standing with you to submit your heart and your life to Jesus, amen. If there's someone here today, maybe you live in this community and you don't have a church home. Everybody needs to have a place, a foundation, amen. A place where you can use your, your talents, your gifts, your treasures and give them back unto the Lord, amen. Is the Lord speaking to any hearts today? Just surrender it to him. That'll be the best decision that you can ever make in your life is to surrender your heart to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God can save anybody, including you. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. What a mighty God that we serve.
Lord bless thee and keep thee. May he make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon thee and give thee peace both now and forevermore. May God bless you and that you have a wonderful and a blessed day. Amen. Give somebody a, a hug. Amen. Let them know that you love them. Amen.